This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome to the Tipping Point Show. I'm Jimmy Evans. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. I have a teaching today called War Drums in Israel, and I want to talk to you about the news that's going on right now and what the Bible says about two wars that are about to happen in Israel. There are major wars that are prophesied, and what we have in the news today is telling us these wars are about to happen very soon. Before I get into that, let me just remind you, on September the 17th, uh, here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Grapevine, Texas, five minutes from DFW Airport, we have a Bible prophecy conference happening from 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. September 17th at Fellowship Church, Pastor Ed Young, our dear friend there, all day long. And we have great speakers, great content all day long to encourage you to let you know what's going on uh, here in the end times. Just a very special format there of just really getting all day uh, information and encouragement related to Bible prophecy. I'll be speaking twice that day. I'll also be speaking the next morning at Fellowship Church on Bible prophecy. So if you attend the conference and you're able to stay over, you can hear me again on Sunday morning. We also have Pastor Billy Crone, who's a regular guest here on the program. We have uh, Greg Laurie, who is a contributor to endtimes.com. He's written many books on the end times, ter terrific speaker, ter terrific content. We have Dr. Mark Hitchcock. He's written over 30 books on the end times. He is a contributor here to endtimes.com. He'll be speaking that day along with Pastor Ed Young, who is a terrific speaker, great pastor, great speaker, and Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, who is a dear friend of mine, who I believe is the most gifted prophet of our time. His books are bestsellers. He has revelation that is off the charts, incredible and accurate. And so he'll be there bringing a special message. And so it's $99 a person to attend. It's $49 for the live stream, but we wanna give you a 20% discount. We know we have a lot of subscribers to YouTube on our YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed, hit that button and subscribe right now. We wanna give you a 20% discount. So you get 20% off of the 99, 20% off of the 49. We would love to have you be there in person. If you can't, we would love to have you live streaming in. So you can go on conference.endtimes.com right now, enter into your promo code there, you'll get 20% off. Conference.endtimes.com. The information is right there on your screen. Sign up, we have a lot of people already signed up. So we want you to sign up right now. You can use your discount, by the way, to bring family, friends, neighbors, bring a busload from your church. You can all use your, your discount code there. So we're gonna have a lot going on that day. We would love to have you be a part of that. Let me, let me remind you also of the book that we have, Where Are the Missing People? This is a book that you leave on your coffee table, dining room table, car, office, apartment, dorm, dorm room for people who are left behind in the rapture. The number one question that's gonna be asked after the rapture is where are the missing people? And this book is gonna be there answering it, leading people to Christ and letting them know what's about to happen and how to prepare for it. And if you go on Amazon, we have hundreds of five-star reviews of this book and you can see those reviews there, but a lot of people are reading it right now, giving it to loved ones and they're getting saved, their lives are being changed. And so it's not just for later, many people are reading it right now and it's changing their lives. So where are the missing people? You can go on Amazon, you can also go to missingpeoplebook.com. And if you're buying more than one copy, we give you some great discounts there for missing people. So let me get into this teaching today on war drums 
in Israel. The, we live in a very, very serious time. And I know that all of us, all of us, all of us feel the oppression of what's going in the world right now. And not, not just related to Israel, but just economically, you know, the pandemic, the evil and wickedness in the world, China, Russia, the, the war in Ukraine, all the things that are happening. It is oppressive. I mean, there, this is something I've never experienced before. And I'm 68 years old. I've never experienced anything like this, what's going on in the world right now. I never thought I would live to see what's going on in the world right now. But it's happening, and it's a fulfillment of Bible prophecy. And according to Bible prophecy, there are two major wars that are about to happen in Israel. And I think they'll happen very, very soon, especially the first one. And one of the wars is the Gog and Magog war that you may have heard me talk about already, but I'm going to talk about it here in just a minute. But I want to read you some articles about what's happening in Israel right now. And I believe that we're right on the brink of the Gog and Magog war breaking out. Could be in the next few weeks or a few months. I really believe that. But also the battle of Armageddon. Let me talk about Armageddon first, because what's happening right now in the news is also pushing us very close to Armageddon. Now, this is Joel chapter 3. This is God in the first person talking about the battle of Armageddon. He says, Behold, in those days and at that time, when I bring back the captives of Judah and Jerusalem, I will also gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. And I will enter into judgment with them there on account of my people, my heritage Israel, whom they've scattered among the nations. They have also divided up my land. So now remember when Israel was scattered the first time, they went to one nation. They went to Babylon. God is talking here about you've scattered them among the nations, and then I'm going to bring them back. Okay, that happened in 1948 when Israel came back from the nations of the world, and he's going to, he brought them back. And he says, in those days and at that time when I do this, I'm going to do this. He's talking about a generation. That's what Jesus said. This generation will not pass away till all things are fulfilled. So in one generation, 1948, the Jews come back. There's going to be Armageddon. And he says, I'm bringing the nations into judgment in the Valley of Jehoshaphat. The Valley of Jehoshaphat is the valley between the Temple Mount and the Mount of Olives. And this is where Jesus' feet touch. According to Zechariah 14, when he returns in the second coming, his feet will touch the Mount of Olives and he will come and judge the nations of the world that have come against Jerusalem. This is Zechariah 12, prophesying Armageddon. The burden of the word of the Lord against Israel. Thus says the Lord God, who stretches out the heavens, lays the foundation of the earth and forms the spirit of man within him. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of drunkenness to all the surrounding peoples when they lay siege against Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall happen in that day that I will make Jerusalem a very heavy stone for all peoples. All who would heave it away will surely be cut in pieces, though all the nations of the earth are gathered against it. Now, God is the causal agent of Armageddon, and the city of Jerusalem is the focus. God is the one who's bringing the nations of the world to judge them for how they have treated the people, the nation of Israel, and for dividing up their land, okay? But the city of Israel specifically, I'm sorry, the city of Jerusalem specifically, he says, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring you, all the nations have gathered against the city of Jerusalem and I've made it a cup of drunkenness. In other words, it makes them crazy. All the surrounding nations, check that box. And it's a burdensome stone. No one, no nation can solve that problem. Though the United States has tried, the United Nations have tried, no one can lift that stone and solve that problem. Well, let me read a couple of articles here to you about what's happening right now. It's, it's happening to divide the city of Jerusalem, to divide the nation of Israel. And this is from uh, Israel 365 News. This is June the 2nd, 2022, from Adam Berkowitz. It says, Biden's State Department sidesteps Israel to open Palestinian consulate in Jerusalem. 
In this, let me read a little bit of this article. In a briefing on Tuesday, Ned Price, the spokesman for the Biden administration's Department of State, was asked to comment on reports that they had permanently shelved plans to reopen the consulate in the eastern part of Jerusalem. Price responded that the reports were inaccurate. This is quoting him. I don't have any personal announcements to preview, Price said, prefacing his statements. What I can say is that at least part of your question or part of the premise you put forward is not accurate. We remain committed to opening a consulate in Jerusalem. We continue to believe it can be an important way for our country to engage with and provide support to the Palestinian people. We're continuing to discuss this with our, with our Israeli and our Palestinian partners, and we'll continue to consult with members of Congress as well. Meanwhile, at this very moment, we have a dedicated team of colleagues working in Jerusalem and our Palestinian Affairs Office focused on engagement with and outreach to the Palestinians. And this article goes on to talk about how the Biden administration is committed to a two-state solution and going back to pre-1967 boundaries. It means Jerusalem is uh, divided, East Jerusalem goes to the Palestinians, and what they're saying is they're going to open a consulate. They're not talking to the Israelis. They're being extremely rude to the Israelis. They're going to, and disrespectful, they're, they're opening a consulate, which is a, a, an embassy, to the Palestinians in East Jerusalem, recognizing East Jerusalem as belonging to the Palestinians and not to the Jews. This is Armageddon. Okay, this, this is what causes Armageddon. So here is uh, an article, Israel 365 News, June 6th, again from Adam Berkowitz. Here's the title. Jews of Judea, Samaria vow 10 new Jewish settlements during Biden's visit to Israel. And so what they're saying is here that during Biden's visit, rather than uh, honoring what he's saying, see, if, if the Jews give up East Jerusalem, they lose 2,000 homes for Jews. If they give up Judea and Samaria, it's what the United Nations calls the West Bank. The Jews call it Judea and Samaria. It's the land just there around Jerusalem there, you know, bordering what's called the West Bank. They lose 400,000 homes in the West Bank. The pre-1967 pre uh, boundaries displace almost 10% of the Jewish population in Israel. There's 7 million Jews in Israel. 600,000 would be displaced by this. And what they're saying is when, when uh, President Biden come up, they're trying to embarrass Naftali Bennett, the prime minister. And they're also trying to get back and, and is a sign to President Biden. They're not giving up the West Bank. They're not giving up East Jerusalem. This is Armageddon. Armageddon is about the Jews won't give up Jerusalem. They won't give up East Jerusalem. They're not going to give up the land. They've tried this land for peace nonsense, and they don't get any peace for it. And so they're not going to give it up, but the, they're going to try to impose the United Nations at some point. This is what causes Armageddon. The nations of the world are going to try to force Israel to give up this land, and they're not going to do it. And so what we're seeing right now by the, by the policies of the Biden administration is furthering Armageddon. It's going to happen. And it's happening right before our very eyes. Let me talk now about the Gog and Magog war. And so God is furious that the nations of the, of the world, the way they're treating Israel, they're trying to divide up the land. But there's also the Gog and Magog war that also God is the causal agent of the Gog and Magog war. And let me read you now. This is Ezekiel 38. You've probably heard me talk about this before. This is Ezekiel 38. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the, pro the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and prophesy against him and say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. I will turn you around, put hooks in your jaws, and lead you out with all your army, horses, and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, the great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya are with them. 
all of them with shield and helmet, Gomer and all its troops, the house of Togarma from the far north and all its troops. Many people are with you. Prepare yourself and be ready, you and all your armies that are gathered about you, and be a guard for them. After many days you will be visited. Listen, in the latter years, that's the last days, you will come into the land of those brought back from the sword and gathered from many people on the mountains of Israel, which had long been desolate. They were brought out of the nations and now all of them dwell safely. So this is about to happen. So Israel's back in their land. They're very prosperous. They're safe, uh, you know, comparatively. They're still very safe. But this is Russia. This uh, Ezekiel 38 is against a man called Gog, which I believe right now is Vladimir Putin. Now, if this comes, if the, this prophecy is for later, it could be somewhere else. But it says, Gog, he's the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. Rosh is Russia, Meshach is Moscow, Tubal is Tobolsk. This is right there in Russia. And so this is Persia is Iran. When it says Gomer, Togarma, that's Turkey. Syria is Syria. Libya is Libya. Ethiopia is what we would call Sudan today. But all these are Muslim nations with the exception of Russia, but they're all militarily aligned with Russia. And, uh, and Vladimir Putin is the strongman over this entire area of the world there. So this is a regional war that's going to be fought. And so God says, I'm going to put hooks in your jaw and drag you down. The problem that we have right now is Iran. You know, Russia is a problem for sure. Iran is the larger problem for the Israelis because they have a nuclear program and they have been trying for a long, long period of time to get enough nuclear material for a bomb. And they're there. I mean, they are they are there either a day or a week away or days or weeks away from getting it. But many believe and I believe they already have enough nuclear material for a bomb. They need a detonator. They need a, a missile, which they also have. But they're putting to, they're at the final stages of putting this together. Now, Israel has been conducting for the last month. They just finished a, a, a huge, massive drill called Chariots of Fire. And this is practicing bombing Iran and practicing defending all their borders when they get finished bombing Iran. Because they know once they bomb Iran, you know, all heck's going to break loose. And so remember, there's going to be a provocation. God says, I'm going to put hooks in your jaw. I'm going to draw you down to the mountains of Israel. Well, Russia, Iran, Syria, and Turkey are already on the northern border of Israel right now with weapons ready, ready to attack. And so Israel's bombing in Syria almost every day, Iranian installations there. And the, Iran is there to build a force, to build a, 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 a base right on the northern border where they can invade Israel. They're just looking for the opportunity. Well, so this is an article from the Jerusalem Post, and it says, uh, this is June 2nd, Israel sends submarine warships to Red Sea in signal to Iran. It says, in a signal to Iran, an Israeli Navy uh, sent an advanced Dolphin-class submarine and two warships for an extensive training excursion into the Red Sea as parts of chariots of fire, the Israeli Defense Forces' months-long war simulation that will end this week. And so it talks about, uh, in this article, let me just read you the very end of this article, uh, it says, uh, Chariots of Fire simulated an all-out war on many fronts and was aimed at strengthening the country's defenses and the resilience of its home front, as well as increasing the effectiveness of communication between various corps and commands. The exercise involved nearly every branch of the Israeli Defense Force, including the ground forces, air force, navy, logistics, intelligence, technology, and more. Well, this is a massive drill that took a month that is including every branch of the uh, military, uh, it's bringing them all together, helping them to communicate so they can bomb Iran and so they can protect their nation afterwards. Because in my opinion, this is the hook that 
once Israel bombs Iran, it provokes Russia. Russia's already provoked, but it provokes Russia, Turkey, uh, Iran, Syria, all these nations, and this 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 could be the fulfillment of that. And by the way, and so this. Let me just read you these other articles, and I'll talk about. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail, from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is from Yahoo News, June the 2nd, this year. This could be the next big war that grips the entire world. Now look at that title there. The ongoing war between Israel and Iran across the Middle East came out of the shadows and into the open long ago, but now... On the back of several suspected Israeli attacks inside Iran itself, the deadly contest threatens to escalate, possibly beyond the region. Last week, several quadcopter drones smashed into a suspected Iranian nuclear research and drone facility at Parchin, killing one engineer. Mere days before, two assassins on motorbikes shot dead an Iranian military colonel in the heart of Tehran. In February, several drones hit an Iranian unmanned aerial vehicle, UAV, base in the west of the country at Kermanshah, although never officially taking responsibility, various subtle hints by Israeli officials and media reports have left little doubt as to the providence of these attacks. Now listen, listen to the rest of this article, because this is very important. This is all part of what the Israeli government, just under a year in power, has come to describe as the Octopus Doctrine, a new and risky expansion of its campaign against Iran's military and nuclear capability, the Octopus Doctrine. If in years past Israel did hit inside Iran, it was done covertly, usually through spies and cyber attacks, and almost always targeted Iranian nuclear scientists and facilities. For almost a decade, too, Israel made no secrets of its campaign of airstrikes, primarily inside Syria, against Iranian allied militias and weapons shipments. But now, Israeli officials openly describe a new defensive strategy, as one termed it in the Daily Beast, aimed at the head of the octopus in Iran and not just as tentacles across the region in places like Syria, Lebanon, Gaza, and Iraq. One more paragraph here. For many years, the Iranian regime has carried out terrorism against Israel and the region via proxies. But for some reason, the head of the octopus, Iran itself, has enjoyed immunity. Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett said in a speech on Sunday, the era of immunity for the Iranian regime is over. Now, that's some very serious rhetoric. And what they're saying is the uh, their, their doctrine, the octopus doctrine, kept saying, cut off the tentacles, hit them in Syria, you know, quadcopter their nuclear facilities, you know, send viruses into their computers, kill their scientists, and all those kind of things. Now what they're saying is, no, we're going to chop off the head of the octopus. That's a, that's a very different strategy. And it goes along with the chariots of fire. And by the way, the chariots of fire exercise, that looks back to Elijah. Isn't that interesting? 
that Elijah, I believe, will be one of the two witnesses in Israel. And so he could already be in Israel right now. But I just think it's very interesting. This is an article from the Times of Israel from the United Nations. And they're saying Iran not providing credible answers on material at undeclared sites. Well, the, you know, Iran has been lying to everybody forever. And so they shouldn't be surprised by that. But they have found uranium traces at three different facilities that weren't supposed to have uranium. And the Iranians will not uh, give an answer for it. And so the, they're lying. They've got, they've got more uranium than they're saying they have. And so that they've just been caught. And this uh, is the Jerusalem Post. One more article here. Iran crossing uranium enrichment threshold cannot be avoided. Okay, this is, this is a, from the International Atomic Energy Agency. Okay, it cannot be avoided. So, uh, and they're just saying in here that, and, and, and they're downplaying it. And they're saying, yeah, you know, uh, Iran's going to get nuclear material, but they, they don't have a detonator and they don't have, the, it's going to take them a while to build a bomb. Well, North Korea built uh, a bombs and had nuclear capability right under our noses. They, they became a nuclear state under sanctions while the entire world was watching, making much more pro progress than the world realized. And the same thing's happening in Iran right now. Let me just say, I don't know exactly when they're going to get all the material they need, but I'll tell you one group of people that does, and that's the Israelis. The Israelis have moles inside of their facilities or nuclear facilities. They have spies all over the country. They have probably the best intelligence community in the world. And so the Israelis know exactly where Iran is. And isn't it interesting, with that knowledge, they're having a massive drill called chariots of fire. Not just practicing bombing Iran, but also defending their borders after they bombed Iran. Very interesting. So Iran must be making some progress in that regard. Now, so let me say this. So there's Armageddon, is, it's all right there. It's all unfolding before our eyes. Now, Armageddon takes place seven years into the tribulation, at the end of the tribulation, at the second coming. So it's at least seven years away. If Rosh Hashanah, I'm, I'm sorry, if the battle of Gog and Magog happened right now. Now, if you have heard me teach for very long on the end times, you know that I believe that the rapture some year will happen at Rosh Hashanah. Now, Rosh Hashanah this year is from sundown September 25th through sundown September 27th. It's a two-day feast, okay? So we don't know the day or the hour. And so there are seven feasts of Israel that are, are a prophetic grid of the future. Jesus was crucified on Passover, buried on unleavened bread, resurrected during the feast of first fruits. Pentecost came. Last weekend was a Pentecost. That Pentecost came on the feast of Pentecost. The next three feasts then are the feast of trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. And so I believe the, the Rosh Hashanah is the rapture, the Day of Atonement is the second coming, and the Tabernacles is eternity with God, us living with God for all of eternity. So we have three more feasts about to happen. So I believe, and what I've taught is, I believe some year that the Gog and Magog War will happen around the Feast of Trumpets, either right before or right after. Now, my personal opinion is it'll happen just prior to, because I believe it will set up the covenant that the Antichrist makes with Israel. After the Gog and Magog War, there's going to be a tremendous sympathy for Israel when God glorifies himself, when he defeats all those armies and deals with that issue. Then the Antichrist shows up as a man of false peace and makes this covenant of peace. Now, that's just my opinion. It could be at a different time. But isn't it interesting that we're three and a half months right now from the Feast of Trumpets, when I believe some year the rapture will happen. And all these things are happening. And what the world is witnessing is we're right there. 
related to Israel and Iran were right there. Israel cannot let Iran get a nuclear weapon. It's not going to happen. They have the resolve and they have the capacity to bomb Iran and stop it. And so this is all happening right before our nose, and my opinion is, and this is what I wrote in my book, Tipping Point, I wrote it two years ago, is my opinion is when Israel bombs Iran, which could be in the next few days or a few weeks, when Israel bombs Iran, it will provoke the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war, which I believe is a sign that the rapture is about to happen. We're in that period of time. And when I make these kinds of statements, I'm not, I'm not setting a date that I'm saying absolutely Jesus is coming this September. But I've never seen in my lifetime uh, the events that we have going on in the world right now. And in my heart, I pray that this is the year that Jesus will return. And all the signs of the times are there. And I'm just reading the signs of the times. And so I hope that this has been a blessing to you today. If you're watching on YouTube, I just want to say thank you for joining me. I hope you'll become a subscriber uh, to endtimes.com. We have articles and videos that come out all week long. Uh, this week, we talked about China's growing uh, footprint in the world. China's a very troubling nation in the world right now. We talked about Iran's, Iran's nuclear weapons, famines in uh, Africa. We also had an article from Dr. Mark Hitchcock on the numbers in Revelation, are they symbolic or are they literal or are they a combination of the two? I wrote an article about going through the storms of life, how Jesus taught us how to go through the storms of life. We also had a video that was released today by Dr. Mark Hitchcock that was talking about the, the World Forum that was just held in Davos, uh, that they're talking about tracking us and tracking our carbon footprint because they're talking about global warming. And he did a, an article, a video, talking about how that could be used uh, by the Antichrist to, to ultimately control us. And so we have all kinds of articles and videos, plus we have the full Tipping Point show that only our subscribers get. I want you to become a, a subscriber to endtimes.com, $7 a month, $77 a year. You get the full Tipping Point show. I'm about to answer questions. In the rest of, the, of this podcast, I'm going to answer questions, uh, lots of questions from our, our uh, subscribers. And I uh, want you to be a part of that. But subscribe, $7 a month, $77 a year. We'd love to have you be a subscriber to endtimes.com. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure and subscribe to this channel so you know every time we have something that comes out. God bless you. I'll see you next time. Goodbye. I want to thank you for watching this Tipping Point clip. And I want you to subscribe to the channel. I want you, if you're not a subscriber, go ahead and click subscribe there. And thank you for watching and subscribing. I want you to join our Tipping Point community at endtimes.com for $7 a month. You can subscribe and you have a seven day free trial. So if you just want to check it out for seven days, go on endtimes.com, check us out for seven days, but I can promise you, you're going to love the content. You're going to be getting the Tipping Point show, the full show every single week, as well as articles and video content from great teachers like Greg Laurie and Mark Hitchcock, and of course myself. Be sure to subscribe to be notified when we release more videos like this. God bless you.